Welcome into the podcast, Lil Boomers. I am your host, Bucket Hat Kyle. Before we get started, uh, I just want to talk about our awesome sponsor, starting with High Bank Distillery over there in Grandview, right on Goodale Boulevard. Uh, Goodale, Jesus, good. Highbankco.com for more info. They also just opened a new place in New Albany over the summer. It is a beautiful spot, great food, great liquor. They distill it all in house, and it is just amazing stuff, as Lil Boomer would say. Little Boomer tested, Little Boomer approved. Also, check out shoptheartillery.com. We also just opened up a new, we just launched a new website, artillerypod.com. Uh, we're writing blogs now, um, so check it out. We're not great at writing, but it's our th- thoughts on paper, so check them out, you know. Uh, also, while you're out and about in Nationwide Arena and about anywhere else, uh, check out Cannon Blast from BrewDog. Uh, they just rehauled, rehauled? overhauled sure everything that is cannon blast uh beautiful can beautiful drink i drink it all the time that's all i ever drink when i'm out and about uh cannon blast by brew dog is an amazing drink i actually drink that one myself it's one of the few ipas that i can attest to drinking oh yeah it's great it's great check them out uh brewdog.com i guess i don't know their website but google them they have multiple locations what canal winchester canal franklinton Franklinton. uh yeah some exciting announcements coming up with those guys here pretty soon so stay tuned uh other than that let's get started shut up and sit down Welcome back to another episode of Bucket and Boomer. What is this, number 18, I think? Something like that. Uh, I am your host, Bucket Hat Kyle, here with my co-host, Lil Boomer. Lil Boomer, how you feeling? Fuck. <laughs> is that all you got? Uh, what the... I'm just confused. We're also we're going to find out why. I'm just we I'm have so confused. much to talk about today. Uh, joining us today in studio for the first time, uh, we have none other than at Boone at Bulls himself, Zach Middlesworth. Zach, how you feeling today? Holy shit, two weeks in a, low, or in a row, your standards are low. Hey, uh, we got to get somebody in here, and you were just the one first guy well, we found off the street. Well, so. we're checking boxes. Last week we needed a 22-year-old. This week we got a 23-year-old. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Birthday was on Sunday, by the way, yeah? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, how? I mean, do you have a good time for your birthday oh, party? Oh, it was a great time. Uh, and then also watch us get beat 7-1, same day. Pretty brutal. Um, yeah, chronically depressed. As we as we are as a collective Blue Jackets fan base. I've I've already blacked that out. It's it's pretty it's pretty bad right now. Moving um, on until we talk about it later. So let's let's talk about the games then. Um, starting with Arizona. Arizona's the first game that uh, we came back from. The last time we did a podcast, uh, we were coming off a uh, what they wanted. They had won three out of four games, I believe. Yep. You did reverse psychology. Reverse all psychology. Of them. I uh, picked all four wins as losses, and the one loss as a win, and even had the overtime game backwards. And this, well, they only have three wins, so there wasn't couldn't have been four. Well, wins. one was an overtime win. I picked an overtime right. loss. That's fair. Uh, this week you predicted. This last week you predicted all wins, and it was. Uh, or you predicted all losses, it was all losses. Yeah, so they, good job. they forgot about reverse psychology. Somebody did, Someone yeah. did not read Somebody the memo. Somebody didn't get the memo, right. But on the other hand, I'm, you know, 3-4 and four this year instead of 0-7. Oh Fair enough. Hey, we're we're keeping track somewhere, aren't we? I think we stopped keeping track. In my track. mind. Sure. Uh, good luck at game like 60, keeping track of all that. Uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, Tuesday at uh, home against Arizona. Um, just Blech. right at the top, a 6-3 to three loss to... 
what we thought at the time was one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, reverse how the tables have turned. We are now one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, so reverse psychology. Was, we're the worst team. In it the was league. actually Arizona grabbing a dub against one of the worst teams in the league. So uh, congrats to Arizona on that. They still don't have a real arena. So I guess we still have the laugh, the last laugh here. Do um, we? <laughs> pretty brutal game overall. Elvis started that. Uh, what, four goals on 12 shots and Tarasov, no, Tarasov started that. So there's only 12 shots from Arizona through two periods. Right. Tarasov started that coming off the Rangers game. And through not even a full two periods, he gave up four goals on 12 shots. Elvis come in, finished out like the last four minutes of the second period, and then ended up finishing the game. He gave up one goal on six shots, and then there was an empty netter in there. But neither were stellar. I mean – it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Apparently playing like a college hockey team is better than playing in a college arena. I guess. Is that – yeah. I mean, All we'll I we'll, take, we'll we'll use whatever excuse we can for that. Got to do something better. It's It was Just really stop bad. stop Shane Gostaspear. Well, I mean, first of all, Gostaspear uh, as a hockey player is a little bitch uh, that is known throughout the entire league. He dives just about any time he ever gets touched. Uh, the the first goal came off of a power. I remember this specifically. Uh, he he sniped left side on Elvis on a power play goal. He's the one that drew the power play because he barely got touched in the back of the leg by Nyquist, yeah. and then just like went flying like somebody just just threw got him across the room. Got the hit by a sniper. Softest fucking call I've ever it seen. It was really bad. Boomer uh, was up in the rafters and just took him out. That just opened the floodgates. Boomer's got a Boomer's got an eight times scope on top of his shaft. Oh, yeah. That's right. Just sniping people from the from the press box. Uh, that, that game got ugly quick. I mean, did. that's the game where the home fans started booing the power play. When you when you're when you have Johnny Goudreau, and now this is line. This is before Line came back. No, this Line is the game Line came back. Okay. This was his first, first game. His back. first game back. So we'll give him a little. And he played well. I think I I remember Line playing well in that game overall um, for his first game back, but. When you, when you have Johnny Goudreau and Patrick Laine on the same power play line and you can't even get it into the zone against Arizona, that is the maybe the biggest red flag that I can point out. You know what's uh, missing? Justin Danforth. All you haters. Missing a real center. Recognize. It looked like he took shooting lessons from Eric Robinson because he was shooting everything about 1,200 feet high. Yeah, we had shots that game on our power play. Like, they weren't even hitting the glass. They were just going straight into the net above it. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um on, a, on an upside, Johnny Hockey gets his fifth goal of the season. Uh, as of right now, is is eight eight points in ten games. So uh, the a, a somewhat bright spot on the team, I guess. He's kind of falling into that Blue Jackets like everybody gets to get points and nobody has a lot of points. A lot of eighteen stick. goal guys at the end of the season. Right. I think he'll have more than that, hopefully. But we'll see after the coaching change. I I mean. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. Oh, you going there that. already? I didn't say that out loud. You going there already? I'll wait till fin- wait till they touch down from Finland. We, we ain't even made it to that portion. I'm sorry. I know. We'll get. I'm. D- I'm just. I'm feeding it. All right. Uh, Peeker gets one. KJ gets one. Uh, that's his third. He had a third three game three. Yep, that was his third game in three games. Streak. That yeah. was Peeker's second in two games, which is the same amount of goals he had last year, both of which were empty netters. Kent Johnson. No, no. Peak. Oh, uh, peak. peak. Right. Yeah, yeah Peak's he had two goal goals last year. They Peak's were both been good years. so far this year. He's he's been a bright spot this year. For, and he was when all it last comes season. to the physicality and the he's doing he's doing probably about the best on the penalty kill right now when it comes to defenders. But he still has that young guy mentality where yeah. 
he does get pulled out every once in a while because he wants to hit somebody an extra time and then he's out of position. Sure. But yeah, speaking about a position, don't get me started on on some of this goaltending we're seeing. But uh, overall, Arizona game, you noted here, Boomer, in the show notes that uh, just an ugly, ugly, pathetic performance overall. Yeah. Just, it, I mean, it, it almost just looks like they do not want to be on the ice at any time with a lot of these teams. And I, I don't know what where that stems from. It wasn't like that last year at all. Well, we're back to the old CBJ power play where it feels like we're on the power kill. I mean, we've given up two shorties this year and have yet to register a goal on the power play. And that's, you know, and I don't know if, how many of you are new to hockey, but that's not good. It's not great. No, it's not even good. It's not good. It's, it's, bad. it's bad. It's bad. The uh, old Brad Larson power play? It's the same. Now, to be fair, they tried to bring in different coaches specifically just to run the power play. To be fair, those guys lasted three months each maybe and were like, fuck this, and left. Uh, but I... I it just I don't know man. It almost seems like they need a complete systematic overhaul. This shit has not worked in ever. Ten games. When is when is when is the Blue Jackets power play ever ever been in the top fifteen of the league ever? I, I don't remember. I don't think it's ever happened. I, the first twenty games of last season were That's they? True. That's they right. did start out on fire last That's fair. year and then just fell off entirely. Bjorkstrand was on a heater to begin we with. We are last ten season. games into the season right now. And this team still does not have a power play goal. What, 0 for 23? They are by far the worst power play in the league, and it is not close. We have a shorty, but no power play goal. It's really bad, the power play is. And I... Special teams has not been good. So let's so all right. So as let's get more and more pissed off as we talk, huh? Sound good? Let's go to Boston. Let's go to Friday. Boston, huh? Uh, That would be a 4 0 shutout. Uh, We shut them out? Linus Allmark. Oh, no, oh, no, poor no. guy. We got shut out. Linus oh. Allmark is having a Vesna season right now. Well, we looked at his stats that game. He came into that game five and zero with what was it a one point one two goals yeah, against two point zero four, two point zero four, and, then and a, a nine six three save percentage. And he walked out of that building with everything. Everything went shut up. Out. It went up. It's amazing. Uh, good for him Just up there. Just give the uh, Boston is once again going to make the playoffs because of goaltending and nothing else around them. And you know what? I'll 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 do this. Is he is it that good right now? Is he leading the? He league? is at a nine four five. Nine four five. He's at a nine four. So he wasn't a nine six three. It was like a nine three six maybe. Yeah, it was nine three six. Because if you give up zero goals, it goes up. Somehow, a forty one year old Craig Anderson has a nine four six. Yeah, I don't know if that's speaking to the team in front of you or what, but it just seems like really good goaltending, and I, man, I mean, it's, it's a, just it's something that we are hoping Hallmark for. Is at this in the point zone, here. and Boston is keeping the puck away from him. We've seen really bad goaltending, if that counts. Careful, I'm sorry. I said in the I said in the Arizona game, ter- uh, Elvis got pulled. It was Tarasov for Elvis, right? Yeah, I, I, I okay, said you that, corrected yeah, me on that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Elvis did start the Boston game, and then he was pulled. So that's two games in a row that a goalie was pulled for us. Yep, he made it a full two periods and got pulled. And then Tarasov came in and uh, blocked all six shots he saw. Four goals on 29 shots for Elvis. Um, yeah, Tarasov with a shutout, I guess you could call it. It doesn't count as well, one. Boston it's called the dogs off and really didn't try in that third period. They were just trying to run the clock out. Uh, just, just an overall, what like you have in the notes here, just an absolute overall beatdown. Beatdown. It, it really was. I mean, these are two games that I sat there, and I sat there for the entire 60 minutes. We did not leave early. 
And the Arizona game was so – it was so funny at the end. Like, we were cheering, hey, get us a car wash. Get us a car wash. Yeah, we, had, we almost and, had the whole section going, we yeah. want car wash. And then, then we got a Chili. car wash. And then we, then we got that second one. We're like, ooh, half-price pizza. And then we're like, oh, let's do the chili chant. You know how we all feel about that. Yeah. And Love damn it, it, I tell you what, they got that third one. I led the chili chant that night just to be a dick. Which night? Against Arizona. Oh, I'm just, we're on Boston. What yeah. are you talking about? But then the Boston game, there was nothing to get excited over. I sat there and made it all six. That's really all that we have too. on the Boston game is that it was bad again. Uh, again. It was just an extension of the Arizona game, except against a better team, and we saw that. I uh, just, that's why there was a shutout in place. And then, and then if we want to go ahead and jump forward to the Sunday beatdown, I mean, 7-1, 53 shots on goal. 53 shots on goal, 97 attempts. Temps. Now, I know a lot of people were after me on Twitter because Elvis played Elvis played good in the first period. He he did. He stopped 17 shots, gave up one goal, was getting peppered, and then in the second period did not play as good and then had a little bit of a mental breakdown when the, the he got ran and then he actually picked up a penalty cuz he floored the guy that hit him and and then because he was still pouting, the next puck hits him in the glove, bounces out of the glove and over the glove and in the goal. And, and then he's checking his hand. Yeah, it's just. No injury reports, though. So gets his mask checked four times. Did he? Yeah, oh, yeah. He kept sending his mask over to get it Like checked. it's everything it's else's just, fault. Here's my thing about that. I am no goalie coach, and I say this all the time. I'm just, I'm just a guy that I guess kind of knows what he's watching at times. We'll pay attention to this kind of stuff. But they're. After four goals again, there is no reason at all that Elvis should have been left in that game, especially after the signs that he was showing. He I, he punched the punched the post at one point, like okay. was throwing was throw, was acting like was acting like a child on the ice, like because goals were go, were right, bouncing and, off of him and, and going in. Right, and not to keep piling on Elvis, but nobody showed up for that game. Tarasov has sucked too. We're yeah, piling I mean, on both of them. Nobody showed up for that game. The defense was invisible. It was really, yes. It was like nowhere to be found. The offense was not back-checking and forechecking, and I don't know what the hell they were doing. Other than one Igor Chinnikov wrister, I mean, other than that, they just they were all over the place. And how are you in a 7-1 to one game? Why why at 4-1, to 5-1, to 6-1? to one, A guy like Olivier, who got scratched the game before, because he didn't play good enough. And then you get back in. Why are you not picking a fight in that game? Give us a spark. In these past three games, we've just kind of grabbed our ankles and took it. It's been brutal. It has been brutal, and that's a really good way to put that. Uh, and then, so after that game, and I I don't know. There's, there's clearly something wrong here. I'm going to tread lightly with this topic when it comes to um, some of the players on this team. But obviously there's some drama going around right now and all of that ar- around that. But when you are watching the goaltending, Elvis specifically, like, legitimately have, like, a, a temper tantrum on the ice for, because, he, because he didn't stop a puck. Why I just I don't know I am I am I crazy like should we just keep letting him take this torture he clearly does not want to be on the ice well I remember a guy named Corpusala who smashed a stick over a goal and everybody lost their goddamn mind 
But this no, guy. It was half and half, and I remember that. It was but, like 50-50. Right. This guy punches the goalpost, and everybody's like, it'll be okay. He'll be okay. Well, there's a reason for that. I, I mean, Montreal did the same thing to Patrick Wall, and he went in to win two more Stanley Cups. It was with Colorado, but. <sighs> yeah, that's fair. I I don't know. That, I don't know. I, and that one, I don't know what you do. As bad as that game was going, do you want to screw up both goalies that game? I'm not necessarily. I I'm not necessarily know what to do either in that situation. But it's not what we're doing now. I'll right. say that much. Because I mean, if you look at these last three games, this is not an Elvis problem. This is not a goaltending problem. This is not a defense problem. This is not an offense problem. This is no, there are twelve forwards that come on to play each night. There are six defenders that come out to play each night. And here lately, we've been playing two goaltenders a night. There are 20 guys that are accountable for this shit. No one is showing up to perform. And then you got the guy standing behind the bench who... Let's talk about the post-game interview then after the, after the New Jersey game. Uh, Larson, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but um, he did say we have to do this together. And then, which, duh... I mean, what is this? He said juniors? this one. He said he did not have them prepared well enough. Said, that this one was this on, on him. Yeah, this is on me. I need to have them better prepared. No shit, Brad. No shit. You, know you think that's qu- what you're getting paid for, Brad? You know how you people think this might be your fucking job, Brad Larson, is to get these guys ready to play NHL fucking games like you didn't have an entire fucking preseason to get these guys ready, and now you want to come in ten games later when the entire fan base is turning against you, and your wise words are, this one's on me? No fucking shit, Brad Larson. Are you kidding me? Give me something else. Us fans that are sitting here dying because we had all these expectations coming into the season, and all you have to say is, this one's on me? No fucking shit. Figure it out. We are so fucking tired of sitting back and watching people. Oh, I'll take the blame on this. Fucking fix it. We're sick of it. Don't be sorry. Be better. Bucket is boiling. Veins. Veins no, popping. I, I just, it's not even because of him himself. It's that stupid fucking quote he decided to lay down and thought every, he was just going to get all the support from everybody. All it did was piss everybody off when he says, this is on me. Yeah, no shit, dude. That's what we, we know this. It was on Torts, too. And it was on Todd Richards. And it was on Hitchcock. It was on, it was on all those guys before you. Of course it's on you. What are you talking about? These, these post-game interviews lately, they've been a trip themselves. I mean, the questions that the guys are getting asked and then the answers that we're getting back. I mean, after the Arizona game, Elvis pretty much pointed the finger at everyone else on the team. Like we said, four goals, uh, or not Arizona, but whatever it was, the Boston game, four goals on 29 shots. And then when he was asked, how do you think you played? He said, I think I played pretty good. And then he said, until I, I can't remember if he said broke down or lost it or whatever it was, but mentally he checked out. And that's how do you just mentally check out in the middle of a goddamn game that's what i'm saying you could see it you could see it happening and then he got left in the game and people say oh oh, you know it'll be okay you gotta work yourself through it you know what this is his job he makes a lot of money to do this job i have a job i make really good money to do my job the job i do if i check out mentally people can die now i don't have a job well, where okay. people aren't going to die when I'm done. Do your fucking job. I, I, now, to, to an extent, I see the other side of this where the, these guys are very public in their lives and, and everybody knows them, their last names, their families, how what they do in the offseason, this, that, and the other, right? So it's, it's different from you and I having a job compared to them because this is a fan-driven uh, Yeah, it's very different because if I half-ass my job, someone can literally die. Yes. I'm talking about the public perception part of it. 
there's there's pressure there, and not everybody can handle the pressure. Yeah, people are soft. He's also getting paid $5.4 million to be one of the worst goaltenders in the league right now Legitimately, by far, and he has been for the last four years. Who? Elvis? Yeah. No, he, not four. Outside of an eight-week hot stretch, he's been uh, one of the worst really goaltenders in the season. I, and it, it's, that it was, was eight only, weeks. And that was three years ago. He hasn't been in here for four years. This is his this fourth is season. His third. Is it his fourth? I don't know. He had a he had a really good stretch when Corpy got hurt. When when Corpy got hurt, he came in had a great stretch and he played well up and kind of up until the playoffs. He had some bad games here and there, but we know it's in there. I just think now that he's cracking under the pressure, he can't fucking handle it, and it's very obvious that he right. cannot handle it. It's very obvious. I don't know. I, right. We're not and that hard. And this fan base is not that hard on players. Go to Toronto. Go look at them. Go to Montreal. Yeah. I mean, seriously, they're up there wearing Marner jerseys right now because they're not very good. Seriously, and imagine if oh. somebody went right now. Did you, did you to see their that jersey? Fire pit. It was a Marner Reebok jersey. It was. Come it's on, old. throw the Adidas Matthews well, out there old, if you want to impress me. Fit. It was Get a fake. the two hundred ninety dollars jersey in there. Exactly. <laughs> not the fifteen dollars Chinese. Imagine right now if somebody decided to go into their backyard, throw a, a Merz Lincoln's uh, jersey into their fire pit and burn it. Imagine. People lose their damn mind. It's unbelievable. It they, is. They it is unbelievable. We we should move on for this before I get in trouble. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This, this, this week. Is. This week sucked. We'll just end it at that. Um. So this is something that we're gonna tread lightly on as well. But let's. We're gonna move into something else here. This is kind of off the ice and and something that has happened on social media uh, over the last couple of days. Um, Elvis's wife came out. Uh, on Sunday night or m- Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. It was uh, either late Friday night or early Saturday morning. And uh, said that she received death threats over Instagram. Um, we just want to go on the record right now and say, clearly that is not okay. If you are somebody who is sending death threats to a player's wife because you don't like the way he's playing, you truly need to sec- seek professional help. Right, because we can sit behind these microphones and we can talk smack all day, but I promise you we ain't threatened to kill anybody. I did threaten to fight Tony D'Angelo if they'd give me a one-day contract, but I've never threatened to kill a player or his family, which that is just, you, you done crossed the line, you went too far. Fan is short for fanatic. I understand that. If you don't know what fanatic means, look it up in the dictionary. If you don't know what dictionary is, get on Google. But the fact that this happened Sunday when the Jersey game come around, you couldn't say shit about Elvis because his wife received a death threat the other night. You could not say nothing about his play because his wife received a death threat. And then we got people telling the fan base they need to be better. They're, they said they got, what, 11,000 new season ticket holders this year of some sort of quarter, half, or full season package. Yeah, I, not to mention we have how many already. So between full, half, and quarters, we've probably got 15,000. They got, got 12,000 total season ticket okay, holders. Okay, 12,000 yeah. season ticket holders. Plus Roughly. the thousands and thousands and thousands that watch from home and all over the world. And one person sends a message, and you're going to tell the entire fan base they need to be better? This, Check this, yourself. This clearly shows the incompetence and the ignorance from these people who are saying these things. The, the, the specific person that said this specific thing that the fan base needs to be better. Uh, so the, the entire, you, you the entire people, fan base. The entire fan base. Now, please. We, we know that you live in your little Twitter vacuum bubble and nothing ever happens around the outside of that. But the majority, now hear me out here, and I know this, you might struggle understanding this, you specific person, you. 
most of the Blue Jackets fan base does not get on Twitter. Most of them. Like, 85% of the Blue Jackets fan base is not looking at your Twitter. I promise. No, they're on Facebook fighting each other. I promise. Get out of, get out of your own little fucking bubble and figure it out. The fact that you are using other people's issues to gain likes, retweets, and followers, because that's all you clearly care about is yourself, the other person that's with you, and your Twitter account is disgusting. Get over yourself. It is, it is truly despicable, and you are making this entire fan base look bad by saying that we all need to be better, specifically coming from you, is laughable. And then witch hunts, the absolute witch hunts that are started because of one fake account, it's a fake fucking account, and I can tell you exactly who started it. One fake account who was going after people because they embarrassed him. Get the fuck over yourself, my dude. Both of you. It is absolutely disgusting, and you are going to push everybody away from you if you haven't already. Awful, 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 awful. What is wrong with you people? At, Sorry. At this point, you don't blame the entire company for one person shitting in the urinal? <laughs> I just, I, that's the one that, that one set me off Sunday with the whole entire fan base. And, and it's like one person out of thousands and thousands, we're talking like point zero 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 one of this fan base. Now, should that person, should something be done to them if this really did happen? Absolutely. You can't do that shit. But to bring down the entire fan base because of it? Fucking it's it's sad, and God. the only reason it's happening is so they can gain themselves. It's all for clout. It truly is. People they try don't care. They don't care about that. How could they? Oh no, we might get a free pizza party if we get popular enough. Who gives a fuck? It's shitty pizza. It is shitty pizza. Uh, all right, we should stop. No, you know what? Fuck it. Let's keep talking about that. I, uh, you know what? No, we we shouldn't. We shouldn't talk about that anymore. Uh, just it, I've already said it. Enough. It is what it is. I mean. We know what it is. And we it's know bullshit. the, the truth. We know that this is clearly bullshit, and not from Elvis's wife at all. I'm talking about these two specific people on Twitter now. To it popularize is, this is just it's this, it's it's truly disgusting. To to take this, she, there was a screenshot taken from that story and put on her personal. She took credit for it, and then got. I, I mean, seriously, seriously, how do you look at? How do you not see what is wrong with that? And you think you're doing a good thing? It, it is so sad. You need to open your eyes. Well, and that led to Sunday. I made one little comment because after this had gained momentum, all the Elvis fanboys came out of the woodwork because he had a good first period. Yeah. Well, so I made the comment, all the Elvis fanboys are out in full force, and boy, they got quiet as that game went on. They did, and I'll, I'll say it now. I, I am not an Elvis hater by any means. What I've done for the last five years that I've been part of the artillery and the last year that we've done Bucket and Boomer is call it how I see it. I'm very consistent in that. So when you're not playing well, you're not playing well, and we're going to talk about that because we have a platform to talk about that. It is what yeah. it is. Dude, we've called out our favorite players. Everybody knows I can be seen in one of two jerseys at this arena. Lil Boomer or Vorchek. Yeah, I've seen you call yourself out. I've called, I've called myself out many a times because I'm an idiot, but – I've called Vorchek out this year. He needs to do more. Yeah. He looks like he doesn't give a fuck out there. He looks old. He does. I, I agree with that. Um, I was yeah, big on Branson when he came. He's not impressing me. We, we collectively here under the artillery umbrella, I will say that, uh, including us here at Bucket and Boomer, truly think, 
I this is maybe this is a personal thing for me. I think that Elvis will maybe figure it out soon. I think that he doesn't have a choice. He's going to figure it out. He's going to get his shit together, and he's going to be that goaltender that we saw in in the first year that he played here when Corpy got hurt. Well, the problem is if he doesn't figure it out, we're stuck with him. Nobody's taking a five point four million dollar goalie not that's for, not, not for producing. A goalie, it's at eight sixty, right? On, on his save percentage, like I mean, everybody there's no won, way. Everybody wanted to trade Corpy last year. We couldn't trade him, and his stats were the same or a little bit better. And a lot of times with players like that, sometimes it does take a change of scenery. But if we try to move him, we are getting absolutely drilled on that trade. First of all, the cap at 5.4 for the next five years is ridiculous. That should not have been paid in the first place. But with the numbers he's putting up, he's not getting moved. No, no there's no chance. Not with that contract. Um, just one point that you had on here. Just grow up. Stop hiding behind a phone. I mean, if you want to, if you want to speak your thoughts, put your name on it. And, and put oh, it out there. And, and we'll go ahead and let everybody know, because everybody says, oh, you hide behind Little Boomer. My name is Brandon Tinney. Oh, you can you look go. it up. That's my real name. Yeah, there you go. Brandon Tinney. Yeah. I go by Little Boomer as a nickname. And your picture's am, on all your shit. Right. I'm not afraid to tell you who I am. I'm not hiding behind nothing. Shameless plug. Where can they find you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at that Little Boomer CBJ. At home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick, uh, quick. Uh, comic relief I guess here at the end of all of that is uh, on uh, Instagram uh, if you go look at Elvis Merzlik if you haven't been blocked and you go and you go into Elvis Elvis's Instagram page uh, he changed his picture to his head now in his in his it's picture, Swiss, cheese. Swiss cheese so I've been screaming Latvian Swiss cheese all season that's so funny he must have heard you that is funny uh, I will well, I'm glad that. I'm glad to see him do something like that because he can roll with the punches or yeah, you can roll with the punches. I mean, it could have been where it could have been where he just blocked everybody or disabled it and went away like he did when he took the starting job when Corpy got hurt. Remember, he left completely. All I'm gonna say is I have talked mad shit about Elvis so far this season on my personal, and I, I've I have talked not shit about everybody. I haven't been blocked. So yeah, I've I don't talked know what you guys everybody. are doing to get blocked, but it must be something terrible. I'm sure, we'll get blocked by a couple tomorrow. We will. Yeah, we're gonna get blocked after this podcast drops, but you know, block me. I love everything's it. everything's gonna be looked at. Of course, we'll probably pick up four or five more follows. Thank you. We're under, tears we're under a microscope glass. right now. Um, all right. So let's look, ahead, let's look ahead at next week. What do we got coming up let's, this let's week? Let's look ahead. Did you put any of that? No. Okay. So because there's two games. Let's talk about real quick. Let's talk about Brad Larson. All right. So Brad Larson, obviously, right now is a topic of conversation uh, with the entire fan base. And if not, turning into a conversation around the league right now. Um what temperature do you think his seat is right now? It's warm. It's it's getting hot. It is warm. Any predictions here? I, I hate to predict somebody losing their job, right? Because that kind of sucks. Here's uh, the problem with that is I don't think, especially as close as we are to the cap, I don't think this team would pay two coaches. Because if they fire him, they got to finish paying him. Now, we don't know what he makes because he's one of the ones that's – Hidden on cap friendly, the Blue Jackets do not disclose it. It's got to be sub a million. It's got to be below a million dollars. But I don't see them eating that to yeah. bring in somebody else. You think it's above a million? dollars? I think it's above a million. But if I, I were guessing, I would say it's in a one and a half to two range. Yeah. Um, my guess is if we drop him, we run an interim with somebody that's already in our system, probably Pascal, Pascal Vincent. Vincent or Jared Bull. I think I think Vincent is the guy. He's the he's the answer. Not the answer. Maybe he might be, but I think that he is the. <laughs> Here, he here's my the, he would get the Martin St. Louis treatment. Finish it out. Yeah, and see what we can do. If it uh, goes good, you have that conversation. I 
I foresee. Obviously, they're already in Finland. They're not firing him before Finland. They're already. They've already touched down. They're there. Unless they just lose his passport. Possibly. Hear me out. When the Philly game comes, if we drop both these games in Finland, New Jersey was tearing it up after chanting "Fire Lindy Ruff." This is just true. start chanting "Fire Larson" off the fucking war or warm ups. I. <laughs> I am in that middle position where I like to cover the team but also like to give my opinions, which is a tough spot. Um, I think Brad Larson should not have a job after they touch down in Columbus from Finland. It, it is very obvious to me watching all of these games so far that there is no system. There is no – clear. he doesn't know how to use Johnny Gaudreau. It, it's very clear. The yeah, defense. Most the, of what Johnny Gaudreau's done has been on his own. On his own. That uh, there there is no like defensive cohesion. There is no defense. It, it, they are just all over the place, always out of position. The positioning on most of everything that they do is wrong, and the offense, the power play, not even being able to get into the zone most of the time, let alone the zero for twenty one. And don't forget, this is the same head coach that a couple years ago Patrick Line told was the worst fucking power play coach in the league and got benched. I forgot about that. I don't know, man. I, I do not foresee him being the coach once they is immediately once they hit the tarmac in Columbia and at CMH. They I think Larson does not have. But a if job they anymore. compete in Finland, then what happens? He still does not have a job. But coming on the silver lining of this, if we hold on to him all Why season, are you doing that to the silver lining? What? <laughs> um. Uh, this is one draft that is comparable to 2015. If we ride Brad Larson and just absolutely shit all over this season then we'll end get up the with the top pick. three pick <laughs> we'll which is still pick. Adam Fantilli who's yeah. an insane two-way center yeah that's a good point I mean maybe he's bad enough we're like oh I mean he's trying really hard but they suck so we'll but just then what do you do next a good year? pick you have your entire offseason to find a coach that's worth a fuck that's a good mm-hmm. point and there's the coaching carousel at the end of the season generally is prominent um you know how you know how much coaches get recycled yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Joel Quinville come in. I know he has a rough history behind him, and and he'd have to be reinstated before he'd he have could to do be it. reinstated. But I, I don't know. I think the only thing he did was nothing. I know that's that's not okay. I, I get it, but like time passes and you do your time and all this. But Joel Quinville would turn this place around. I don't think Barry Trotz. Well, Barry Trotz be, ain't coming here. He no. pretty much already said the he only thing he's he interested is original six. six. Yeah. Uh, and Bruce Cassidy would have been an amazing offseason pickup, but we didn't know this was coming. This they, is true. He wasn't signing here anyways. He was going to a big market. He came from Boston going to – I can't believe Boston even fired him last year. That was crazy to me. It's because Don Sweeney is absolutely terrible, and he will blame anything but him, kind of like Elvis in the postgame interview of Boston. So you you said something earlier about Yarmo maybe being on the hot seat. Did you say that or Bar- Boomer said that? I did. I mean, if this continues to go on, because it's not just a Brad Larson problem. I mean, he's the head coach, so he's the main deal. But like, the 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 goaltending is not there. The defense is not there. The offense has disappeared. I mean, this is systematic across the board. I mean, at what point? At what point do we look at these goalies that have all only been under Manny Legacy and look that direction? I mean, we've had goofy injuries that, you know, people have brought up strength and conditioning in the past. I mean, at, at what point is it not, you know, if we're if we've went from a retool to a rebuild, when are you going to just redo everything including the entire staff? Just yeah, I I at the front office. There's still a lot of hockey left in this season. Um, obviously, you have to get out to a good start generally to even have a chance to make the playoffs. 
Uh, that has not happened here. Um, I don't. Again, I'm going to stick with my preseason prediction. I don't think this team's going to make the playoffs yeah, at I'd all. I'd like to redo my picks. I think that there's a jolt coming at some point, whether that be a new coach. Uh, there's rumors that there's possibly a, a center being looked at by the organization here, like a few centers they're looking to get. I, I don't know. I, that's just a rumor. I don't know what they would give up for. It was either – I think it was – 32 thoughts today they had mentioned that that Merrick Columbus brought up something might be looking at a center or two and to Friedman get us shut that down immediately the and only he said he talked to somebody here and they shot it down immediately the only rumor i had seen going around going around for a while was bo horvat but we can't afford that and what you'd have to give up and he's on an expiring deal and i don't think that he would be good enough to be the one c between you have to get a real one c boone jenner is not a real one c Cole Sillinger is not there yet, and he is not having a good season. He's having a sophomore slump as we speak. Which we all predicted. Except oh, no, for Jordan. No, we didn't. No, no we, we didn't. all thought that, yeah. Jordan even wrote an article uh, about how he doesn't think there's going to be a sophomore right. slump, and here we are. Jordan's always wrong, though. Uh, Join the club, Jordan. I'm always wrong, always too. wrong, too. I, right now, I know it's tough as a fan base, and I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel yet. It's, it is it is really hard when you come off of a season last year where they weren't supposed they were supposed to have this kind of season last year. Right, we and overachieved last year, and then you signed Johnny Gaudreau, and everything piled up. The expectations went through the roof, and then reality kicked in, and myself included is going, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't really have any anything <laughs> to put to that. I mean, it's pretty crazy. There's not a lot to say. It's just been falling apart from opening night. Having said that, there is some bright spots here and there. There's the there's New some York good game. Stuff. Where's the team from the New York Rangers game? It's Asleep. they're all those two guys are hurt. Blankenberg and Danforth. They're the I mean, ones. Were those I'm, two the entire heart of this team? Clearly, I I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. If you gave me the reins right now, I would completely overhaul the defense. Everybody, get the fuck out of here, all of you. I'm that, trading Warinsky tomorrow. When you look at the motivation no, no, coming no, from no, this team. There's very you, little motivation you coming also, from the team. Do you also look at the leadership on the team? With you have your to. with your A's? Yeah. Uh, I mean Yeah. yeah. You, I, I mean, think and the cap I think it starts with the captain and Boone and he's not getting the guys ready to play. I don't think that it's necessarily his job to get the guys ready to play, but he has a responsibility as the captain to make sure these guys are coming out every night, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, what are what are they doing different that they weren't doing earlier? Because, I mean the Arizona game, we couldn't even get the damn puck in our zone to set up the power play when, at least earlier in the season, we were getting in the zone and getting shots off. They just weren't hitting the back of the net. You know, I know they put in a new defensive scheme. How long does it take to figure out a new defensive scheme? Is there a new offensive scheme? Because that disappeared too. If the defensive scheme is no good and just sucks, they will never figure it out because it sucks. And maybe they will figure it out. And if they do figure it out, and they're playing in that scheme, and they're and it still sucks, it sucks. You know what I mean? Like you can play up to you can play into the system as much as you want to, but if the system's no good, you can play as well as you want in that system. You're not going to be any good. If that makes any sense. Right. And then like where you asked about Yarmo, well, Yarmo picked the guy that picked these systems, so I think he has to be held somewhat accountable. For sure. And I think that he he of course he knows that Yarmo is a very smart human being. And so is JD. JD's responsible for this as well. Uh, we can't forget about JD. He's right. right there with them. But I think that they understand that. And there's going to be moves made soon because of this. You know what I think would fix this? 
Joel Quinville. No, an ice rink in St. John Arena. Let's go Mullet Arena environment. Yeah, let's let's just do what Arizona's doing and go play in a 5,000-seat arena. Let's just go to the shot. There you go. Shot's yeah. too big. We need something way smaller. Way smaller, yeah. Let's go back to the fairground. Let's just play, play at the, the chill ice house. At the call scene with the, at, yeah, where the chill used to play. There's an outdoor rink in Plain City. That's perfect. Fuck it, let's go. That's put all the, we need. Put the roller blades on. Bring your I, lawn chairs. It's just, it's, it, at this point, it's going down and it's going down so fast that like I, I it's hard to find a positive it is right now yes because of the losing there Every, is positives yeah, yeah, it, Johnny Gaudreau is eight points to ten games I guess you can call that a positive goaltending is not a positive defense is not a positive what Valerie Nachushkin has 12 points in seven games right Ooh. that's what I'm saying like it's it's the Blue Jackets like it, it's their it's their effect where even as one of the better players, like Panarin, Panarin actually did really well, but even as one of the better players in the league, you still aren't doing that great because of the system that you're in. It's it's sad. It you know what we is. need? What? You ever hear the song, I need a hero? Yes. We need a male Bemstrom. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. There's no Absolutely. way that you just said that. I'm pretty sure I was wrong about him. I've been wrong about everything else. I would call some of these Cleveland guys up, see what they can do, because the ones that are up here now, Let's just have a rotating door for these guys and find the 12 that want to play. Yeah, I mean, to be competitive, though, you have to have a pretty stable door and not be so revolving. This thing is revolving, baby. We're not even shutting it off at night. That's fair. All right, uh, do you guys have anything else you want to bring up today? 52 to the rafters. Hmm. <laughs> Let me ask again. Do you guys have anything real that you want to talk about today? If I was drinking, I'd have choked. <laughs> oh, I... I don't. I think we've hit it all. There's I think we really, covered it all. I it's mean, fair, look. Let's. You know what? Yeah. Let's let's talk about this week coming up because we got two games against the defending Stanley Cup champions who just lost two games in a row that they shouldn't have. So nobody expects miracles in Finland. But tell us, tell us what you plan on doing when you're out there. Let's end on a positive because you're taking the trip to Finland. Yes, I'm going to Finland. Danny and I are going to Finland. Um, and we, I'm going to Cleveland. And you're going to Cleveland to watch the Monsters play while we're in Finland. Same thing. We'll get a picture of Emil Bimstrom. Uh, I've, I've been told Finland is the Ohio of Europe, so you might as well be going to Finland as you're driving up to Cleveland. Same Cleveland thing. Cleveland is the Helsinki of Ohio. That's Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, yeah, we fly out Tuesday, tomorrow evening. Uh, we get into Helsinki and then go straight up to Tempere. Uh, Tempere. Uh, we're going to go watch the game Saturday, Sunday, and then go back to Helsinki and hang out for a little bit and drink some Finnish drinks and eat some Finnish food and... And so if you join us next week, you'll be joining us from Finland. If I can, yes. yes. Hopefully, we'll try to do a stream yard. We'll see what we can work out. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it should be fun. Um, we're going to be around the team quite a bit, I think. We're going to be uh, in with, uh, I think, Jeff Svoboda is going to be, we're going to be hanging out with him and, and all that, but uh, some part of the team. But uh, we're really just going as fans for this. We bought tickets to both games, so uh, we'll be in the Upper Bowl for those. The tickets were very, Upper Bowl tickets were 300 bucks a piece uh, for the both each for each game um so yeah it's not cheap to go out there they get obviously a lot of finish to go watch line a and and corpy play and yarmo be the gm out there so uh makes sense but um it should be a lot of fun regardless of outcome i truly truly expect the blue jackets either win to split or just sweep the the avalanche we're least expecting it who are the starting goalies in game one and game two i think the starting goalie in game one is Man, I'm gonna go Tarasov and then Corpy. Elvis doesn't play in, in Finland. Wow. I don't know how he could after Sunday. He had an absolute mental breakdown. Friday night, I'm just gonna say this. I'm not trying to call anybody out here. I am. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Friday night, 
after the Boston game, Elvis, I, I know I know a few people that went down there to try to get some autographs from, from some of the players. Bad night to do that after a 4-0 shutout. Right. A lot of the players did not stop, Elvis being one of them. But somebody was blocking the loading dock before uh, Elvis, as Elvis was trying to leave. And Homeboy had a mental breakdown in his car. Was laying on the horn, just beeping entirely, screaming at this dude, just like going insane in his car because he was blocked in. It was it was nuts. I I and then I I don't know, man. I <laughs> I I'm a warehouse manager and I cover hockey, but something is is he's not happy. Clearly, he is not a happy person. Uh, and right that could have been that may have been when they found out about the Instagram deal too. Who knows? I don't know, but so. yeah, it's possible. There's a lot going on right now in CBJ world, and we're just gonna we're just here to talk about it. So I think I think they'll give Elvis the start in game one. It's tear off Corpy, and uh, I think I think Corpy will get the game two start. That's why he came back and did his rehab start Saturday, and is making the trip. I mean, how do you tell the Finnish guy you can't play? You can't Finland? play. Yeah. And he tore it up in Cleveland. Tell killed it in Cleveland. He yeah. should play. Thirty-eight, thirty-eight saves on forty shots. Yeah, for sure. Looked All good, right. moved good back and forth, side to side. Yeah, he looked great. He, looked he really looks good. like he's healthy again. He took a lot of time to come back, so, yeah. you know, it, he should be 100% at this point. Because yeah, he had the – We're going to need it. He had the surgery, what, like a month after Tarasov, but took two extra months to recover? Yeah, something like – yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, so – all right, anyways, I think we're done here. Yeah, you can only fit so much shit in a dumpster. It, that's true. You can only fit so much shit in a dumpster and then light it on fire. Uh, all right, we're done here. Thank you so much for joining us once again, Lowell Boomers, to another Bucket and Boomer podcast. Uh, one more time, let's talk about our great sponsors at High Bank Distillery, uh, highbankco.com for more info. Over in Grandview, uh, Goodale Boulevard, and also up in New Albany. Also check out BrewDog, Cannon Blast from BrewDog. Um, shoptheartillery.com and the Buy Artillery. Buy the new shirt. Pod. Buy the new shirt. What's the new shirt? I don't know. Just buy it. Yeah, buy the you'll, you'll know when you see it. Oh, no chili chant. Yeah, fuck the chili chant. We We're love the it. chili chant. Yo, you're just saying that to be different. Hey, man. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> We're done here. Thank you so much. Uh, we will see B- Bucket and or Boomer and Boone at Bulls. We, we need to change your name. Boomer Boone and Booner? Right? No, no. Never forget. Boom, All right. Boone Boomer and Booner? Bo- <laughs> Boomer and Booner. Love it. Yeah. We got to get you a different name. Raging Booner. Raging Booner. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Peace, love, and hockey. All right, we are checking the microphones. That is loud as shit. Turning me down here a little bit. I think we're going to stay at half for the good main. Okay, Zach, let's hear it. Uh, Check. Just talk to me, buddy. How you feeling about uh, everything that's going on right now it's in life? an absolute shit show. An absolute shit show, I, personally? Is this being recorded? It, it sure is. Oh, fuck. Don't, don't be that's scared. That's okay. Don't, don't be scared. I mean, that's all right. Yeah, let it let it go, dude. Um, I mean... The entire team's falling apart. Yeah. Unreal expectations were set, and it is the exact opposite. Checky, checky, microphone checky. Three, two, one, microphone dyslexia. Testies, testies, wig out balls.